3: What you didn't see from the star-studded inauguration. Plus the statement-making fashion. Why pearls and why so much purple. Then, how today compared to inaugurations of the past.
4: It's everything. Let's give him a big applause. Come on, I think he deserves it.
3: Plus, SNL's presidential change-up. Every time you see me, I'm a different guy. (laughs) And will Maya Rudolph and Alec Baldwin be back? Then, if you need a break from what's happening here on Earth, We've got an out-of-this-world exclusive.
5: If the aliens are coming, why now?
3: There weren't the big crowds, but the presidential inauguration was still star-studded with the perfect powerhouse trio leading the way no matter what side of the aisle you were on.
4: Yeah, I got a little emotional, I have to say. A lot of people did. Yeah, I think so, because their voices were soaring high above all the restraints. This land is your land. This land
5: is my
3: land. For nearly three minutes, JLo in all white electrified the dignitaries at the Capitol. She sang a medley of two songs This Land is Your Land and America the Beautiful, and added one of her own lyrics. In the morning's spirit of inclusion, JLo also recited part of the Pledge of Allegiance in Spanish.
0: Una nación bajo Dios indivisible con libertad y justicia para todos.
3: A Rod in the audience posted this image of JLo's assigned inauguration seat. The couple also shared this moment with former presidents Obama and Clinton. And JLo paid tribute to the National Guard protecting the ceremony, taking a selfie with them yesterday outside the Capitol. Eight minutes before J.Lo, Lady Gaga stepped out on the Capitol steps for a rousing rendition of the national anthem. Gaga held a golden mic and wore a golden dove carrying an olive branch. She tweeted this morning, I will sing to the hearts of all people who live on this land. Gaga beamed when it was over and hugged boyfriend Michael Polanski. And like a true country gentleman, Garth Brooks removed his hat before his a cappella version of Amazing Grace.
1: Amazing
3: Grace, how sweet the sound. At one point, he even turned it into a sing along. If I can ask you to sing this last verse with me, as one united. Amazing Grace. And tonight, it's Celebrating America, a 90 minute multi network broadcast hosted by Tom Hanks. The latest ad Baby, you're a Katy Perry, who shared this pick of patriotic microphones. Justin Timberlake will perform There's a Light at the End of the tunnel. tunnel. And so will John Legend. One day. When the glory comes His wife Chrissy Teigen has been loving all the inauguration buzz
6: I am like a kid on
3: Christmas baby She shared video of what appeared to be a rehearsal Provided live commentary of today's inauguration
4: It's happening
3: And lost her mind when she spotted J-Lo and A-Rod from her hotel window
4: Breaking news, it's J-Lo and A-Rod Finally, I got you something. Now, when it comes to inauguration fashion, the statements came in all shades, none more powerful than purple. The new Vice President Harris and former First Ladies Obama and Clinton donned the color choice. It is seen as both a symbolic bipartisan mix of Republican red and Democratic blue. It is also one of the colors of the women's suffragette movement and a nod to Shirley Chisholm, the first black woman to run for president. Harris's coat was designed by a young African-American designer, Christopher John Rogers. She accented the look with her signature pearls, which is an homage to her Alpha Kappa Alpha sisterhood. Mrs. Obama's suit with a raspberry hue is from one of her go-to designers, Sergio Hudson. A source tells E.T. expect Kamala Harris to be wearing that same designer later today. E.T. also has this sketch of First Lady Dr. Jill Biden's outfit, which was also custom. The ocean blue overcoat and dress is by Mark And leave it to the celebrity performers to make their own patriotic red, white, and blue fashion statement. Lady Gaga brought the red and plenty of drama in this custom scaparelli couture gown. This land was made. Lady in white J-Lo wore head-to-toe Chanel and Garth Brooks, well of course, he kept it country in blue jeans. And all eyes were on the youngest poet ever to read an inauguration poem, 22-year-old Amanda Gorman. Love becomes our legacy. Gorman wore very special accessories from Oprah. These diamond earring hoops and birdcage ring were gifts from Lady O in honor of legendary poet Maya Angelou.
3: Due to the pandemic and safety concerns, this year's ceremony was dramatically scaled back from 2009, when ET first saw then-Vice President Biden and President Obama Obama sworn in. What an historic day this is. Security was very tight. There were long waits. It took us about three hours to get actually inside the perimeter to the spot we're in right now. The scene surrounding the Capitol was nothing short of breathtaking. 1.8 million people lining the National Mall in frigid 28 degree weather to witness history.
0: I said to Michelle, I'm a little nervous.
4: <laughs>
3: she said, Don't screw it up.
4: Is this is the pollination? Oh, it's that you it's everything. It's electric. It just brings absolute joy to my soul.
3: And the feelings kept flowing through the night when the president and first lady took their first dance with the help of Beyonce. And-
4: I Thought that was a beautiful moment. I mm-hmm. Thought it was beautiful. What you thought? I thought it was you incredible. Let one go? Tell us I, sure. No, no, I'm gonna be honest Tell with you. Me you me honest, I
3: was moved. moved. No, be I was real. With the people. No, no, I'm gonna be honest with you. And you let the one people. go. You let one go. I did. Early I almost today, did, but I, I looked up. That's the trick. Et has witnessed so many inaugurations over the years. Let's
1: give him a big applause. Come on, I think he deserves it. Come
3: on. In 2001, Ricky Martin and Jessica Simpson welcomed the newly sworn-in President George W. Bush.
6: Oh! I sang for Clinton and I'm singing for Bush and I'm just here to support.
3: And back in 1993, singing legend Dionne Warwick was our ET correspondent in Washington for President Clinton's star-studded first inauguration.
0: Yeah, we're kinda
3: young, but that's okay though.
4: We're standing with the Fresh friends.
3: (laughs) (laughs) This is the first time in my life that
0: I've really been politically active. I'm, I'm 24 years old.
3: I love those wow. flashbacks. Was that back when Dion was in the psychic network? You better not. Uh, no, I'm just <laughs> I, Anyway, the presidential change is also big for Saturday Night Live. Donald Trump pushed their ratings through the roof. But now what?
4: We have all the answers kicking off tonight's Roll Call.
3: How did you even get into the White House?
4: I won more votes. <laughs>
1: I just wanted you to be proud. Listen.
4: I have good news. E.T. can report Maya will continue playing the VP, but who's playing the president?
0: I've got the beginning of 46 fantastic ideas.
4: Hello.
0: I'm like
1: Colonel Sanders. Every time you see me, I'm a different guy.
4: Following in the footsteps of Jason Sudeikis and Jim Carrey, E.T. has learned Alex Moffat will continue as Biden. As for Trump? It'll only take a minute. We're told Alec will likely be back too, but NBC hasn't set a date for SNL's return. They typically start back up on the final weekend in January. Next is Josh Dumel stepping in for Army Hammer. For me, it's
6: been an opportunity to sort of reboot.
4: E.T. can confirm the actor is in very early talks to join J-Lo in Shotgun Wedding. This after Army announced he was stepping down from the rom-com amid controversy over his alleged disturbing DMs. ARMY's basically denied sending them using an expletive to describe the claims. Shooting on the movie is imminent, and Josh was eager to start this year with a bang.
6: I'm looking forward to 2021. Say la V 2020.
4: Well, let's move on now. Let's talk about aliens, because it's 2021 and why not? It feels like the only thing that's left, right, Nichelle? Uh, so UFO sightings
5: have gone up 51 percent during the pandemic. I believe it. And now there's a new show trying to figure out why. We are calling this our out of this world (laughs) ET exclusive.
1: Pilots describe the object as a white 40 foot long tic-tac shaped craft.
5: If there are more sightings, if the aliens are coming, why now?
0: A lot of people believe that um, our world is headed down a wrong path, the environment, politics, we're going to destroy ourselves, and they're here to protect us, to
1: warn us. Hostile aliens, missing time. I want to go check it out for myself.
5: Need a break from planet Earth? Well, former FBI agent Ben hansen has got you covered with UFO Witness streaming now on Discovery+. Plus. The show talks to alleged UFO witnesses and gives us all a glimpse into the possibility of life beyond our planet. Bulky looking creatures, they're not from this world. I guarantee that. Over the years, celebs like Kurt Russell, Miley Cyrus, and the Kardashians have all reported UFO sightings.
0: I think Kendall Jenner first reported one in 2013. Her her, uh, sister Chloe's like, "Yeah, I believe you." I lent them some night vision equipment. Okay, so they go to Area 51 and um, have some fun with the night vision gear. Comes back, you know, with some makeup on it. The ladies were very appreciative, but they're really into this. Celebrities are reporting them all the time. You have Victoria Beckham, uh, Mick Jagger, Russell Crowe. Although. We were able to explain, I think his sighting was actually a ship with a light on the mast that he he took a picture of.
5: Okay, Nichelle, not to freak you or anyone out even more. I'm (laughs) already freaked out,
4: Lauren. (laughs) (laughs) I
5: feel like they're already here, and we might get more information. The government has until June to declassify Mm -hmm. and release more
4: of what they know about apparent UFOs. Are you Lauren or Lauren's alien twin? Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just wondering. I gotta <laughs> fly away. <laughs> Here's a Hollywood mystery that's been solved thanks to Ben Affleck's younger brother, Casey. He's like, damn, I look good. I'm gonna go get the paparazzi, you know? We're with Ben's bro giving up his Hollywood secrets. Don't think he doesn't call him up. Plus, another Bachelorette breakup. Details on the Dale and Claire split. Why did you guys break up? Then, the unicorn, no more. CBS. <laughs> We're changing it. We're with star Walton Goggins and his new love interest, how they're changing things up. They're fired.
3: Hey, everybody, it's Kevin Frazier. The E.T. Podcast is a great listen when you're on the go. But the TV show, even better to watch every weekday when you're at home. Check your local listings for where E.T. airs in your market or go to etonline.com. Why did you guys break up? Honestly, uh, we've just
2: got a lot going on in our lives right now. Um, This is just the healthiest thing for both of us.
3: So that's Dale Moss addressing his split from Claire Crowley. Bachelorette fans watched them get engaged only two months ago.
4: Not another word. zip Zip it. Zip it, zip it, zip it. Bachelor Nation does still believe in love, everybody. Not another word. There is new love <laughs> on the unicorn for Walt and Goggins <laughs> and Natalie Z. Yes, and this is major because he's actually moving on after the passing of his mm. TV wife.
3: When you're closing one door,
1: what, without knowing, you're opening opening another door, and that's when when life ultimately changes. It. I love you. Literally three minutes after leaving this gravesite, he meets the the woman of his dreams. Yes! Ah!
4: Getting skunked isn't your traditional meat cute but it worked for Wade and Shannon on The Unicorn, which returns tomorrow on CBS.
5: What happened? He got stabbed by me. I mean, it was it was an accident, was nothing
4: weird or anything. Walton's new love interest, his first since his character's wife died, is played by Justified's Natalie Z. She talked about joining the cast. What they do to make you feel comfortable? Was it like well, tough there, for you at all?
5: There was a hazing process <laughs> where they,
4: they hid my bra. <laughs>
5: you want me to give away all my secrets
4: if wade finds lasting love i mean we might have to change the name of the show yeah we'll do that
3: to like daddy's got okay. his
4: groove back or something I don't know. that's <laughs> awesome
1: let's do it
6: cbs we're changing
1: here we'll continue this conversation
6: i'll see you at work soon yeah. don't be yeah. late
4: I love those two together. Unfortunately, I don't think Walton's going to be able to lock Natalie down because she's already set to star in a new drama for NBC called La Brea.
3: Speaking of folks moving on, Mm -hmm. A Party of Five's son is now a dad on TV and at home.
4: He's so cute.
3: This is the production, the best production in the world. Our on-set exclusive with Scott Wolf, why his Nancy Drew role scares his kids. He had both hands over his eyes and was like blocking his ears with his thumbs. Then Dakota Johnson.
4: I want to sing on stage with Katy Perry.
3: But is she ready for a duet with boyfriend Chris Martin?
4: Just saying. <laughs> I'm
3: like the mayor of Duncan's. This is the face of Dunkin' Donuts right here. Casey Affleck appeared in that hilarious SNL sketch back in 2016. Now, Rachel Smith joined us from Nashville on this inauguration day, and uh, Casey may have some competition for that title from his Brother Ben.
5: Oh, yeah. And that is especially true after Ben's recent donut delivery failed. A photo of your brother, Ben, went into viral meme mode. So do you have a little beef with him now because of that?
3: Uh, that's funny. That's the picture when a guy's been working out and he's like, "Damn, I look good. I'm going to go get the paparazzi. You know? yeah. <laughs> he calls him up. Don't think he doesn't call him up. He's like, I'm going to dunk him. <laughs> Duncan. <laughs> and he can borrow that title for a little while if he wants to be the Duncan guy.
5: Something else Casey almost gave up, his role in his new movie, Our Friend, co-starring Dakota Johnson and Jason Segel. It's based on the true story of executive producer Matthew Teague, who lost his wife to cancer at age 34. Jason's the best friend who puts his life on hold to help them through the emotional journey. Mom! Hi, girls. Hey. <laughs> Hi, Fruit Lou.
3: Hey. I was concerned that, you know, maybe having a movie made about all this wouldn't be something that the kids would like. And I talked to Matt and I met his kids and I sort of felt convinced that everybody was excited about it. You're the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. You always will be.
5: Who's someone in your life that you feel like is that person that you turn to, you lean on when life gets tough?
2: I've uh, developed, especially over quarantine, uh, a really, really tight relationship with my parents, my brother, and my sister. We, we talk almost all the time.
5: And your character, Nicole, she has a bucket list of things that she wants to check off.
4: I want to sing on stage with Katy Perry.
5: Is there a person that you would just love to get on the stage with and jam with? I just watched the Dolly Parton documentary. Have you seen that? So good. I can see you up there with Dolly. Yeah. Now yeah. you sing in this film, Dakota. Might you be parlaying this talent of yours into a music career?
2: Oh my God. Please, no. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. Come anymore.
5: on. You should be Dolly's duet partner. <laughs> and if not Dolly, maybe Chris Martin. Just saying. No, he, no. <laughs> They would make great duet
3: partners, right? But that's what I'm screaming. There was something else there. Mmm, thank you, Rachel. Uh, you know what? Yeah. Matt, were you a Party of Five fan back in the day? I mean, who was it? And Scott Wolf is back
2: as Nancy Drew's dad, but we also put him to work as ET's on set tour guide.
6: Okay, so I'm on set just outside the Claw restaurant, and look who I ran into. Hey. It's the Drake Man. Everybody wears masks everywhere when we're rolling cameras and, make, and shooting a scene. Actors take their masks off. But When the masks come off and we're doing our scene work, it's the same as it ever was. The cast started filming season
2: two of the mystery series in Vancouver in September. Anything fun you wanna say about about the premiere tonight?
6: Are you excited?
5: It's not going to be what you expect. It's gonna blow you out of the water.
6: This is the production, the best production in the world. One of the silver linings of this whole experience for me has been that my family, unlike last season, is up here with me while I'm shooting. The 52-year-old is dad to 11-year-old Jackson, 8-year-old
2: Miller, and 6-year-old Lucy. Do you feel like you get cool points for being on one of these awesome hit shows on The CW from your kids? Are you feeling that at all? I'm not. I'm not.
6: (laughs) (laughs) I'm a huge embarrassment right now. I just, I can't, you know, I mean, I can't goof around at all outside of this house. I get shut down fast.
2: (laughs) Do the kids know about Nancy Drew. You know, they'll
6: see a preview come on TV or something. It's like, Dad, you were in that preview. But they, uh, they're they not watching the show. I tried showing my then 10-year-old, um, my son Jackson, just the trailer for the pilot last year. And I looked over at him after like eight seconds of it, and he had both hands over his eyes and was like blocking his ears with his thumbs.
5: Everybody stay calm. Oh. It cannot find us if we're not afraid.
2: Well, things are about to get even scarier for Nancy and the Drew crew. Unlike the book series, this modern version of the teen sleuth faces off with the supernatural. Do you ever put yourself in a place where you actually feel a little frightened because of the material you're dealing with?
6: There are definitely moments on set where it's really creepy. Luckily, I don't take it home with me. <laughs> um, I've got a little kid, so I can't afford to freak out.
3: That is solid dad advice coming from Scott Wolf. Am I right? Yeah. I mean, there's already enough scary stuff out in the universe. (laughs) All right. Coming up, more epic moments from today's historic inauguration. Hey, everybody. It's Kevin Frazier. The ET Podcast is a great listen when you're on the go. But the TV show? Even better to watch every weekday when you're at home. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. You know, President Joe Biden said it best at the top of his speech today at the inauguration. This is America's day. Mm -hmm. This is democracy's day.
4: Yes, indeed. So let's all celebrate together as we say goodnight with some of the most powerful images from A New Dawn.
3: Take care, everybody. I once was
4: lost, but now I'm found was blind.
0: at wondery.com slash survey.
6: CBS Sunday after The Equalizer.
0: You collect rewards, right?
6: This is how I make my living. It's the season finale. Everyone's looking for something. Of Tracker. You strong swimmer? So-so. So-so. So-so's okay. (laughs) Justin Hartley stars. I survive. You make quick, smart decisions. If you never let panic take
1: the wheel. Sounds cool. It is cool, actually. Very cool.
6: Tracker, CBS season finale Sunday after The Equalizer on CBS and streaming on Paramount+.